Welcome to the Next Leadership Academy podcast hosted by Chad Jones and Cody Phillips. For those of you who are first-time listeners, the Next Academy was specifically designed for construction professionals and the unique challenges they face. Next is an industry-focused program created for highly motivated, like-minded professionals built to instill confidence and prepare leaders for what's happening now and what's coming next. Next is built on four foundational pillars, enabling leadership, building vibrant organizations, innovation and disruption, and lastly, negotiating for a better future. Wherever you are on your construction leadership journey, we have a pathway built for you. Over 50 classes with an empirically based curriculum leveraging modern technology to deliver the most user-friendly experience for each and every participant. The overarching goal of Next is to help, to help contractors become more sustainable and profitable long into the future. The feedback from our participants has been overwhelmingly positive, and I encourage you to consider walking alongside your peers on this leadership journey. Please visit our website at www.nextleadershipacademy.org to learn more. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let me have your attention for a moment. Let's talk about something important. Put that coffee down. Oh, have I got your attention now? Have I got your attention now? What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Next Leadership Academy podcast. I'm Cody Phillips. Uh, my trusty co-host, Chad Jones, was pulled away to a last-minute meeting up in Erie, PA, so he won't be joining us today, unfortunately. Uh, we've been on a run with some fantastic guests, and I assure you today will be no different. So grab those notepads, a fresh pencil, and get ready to take this in. As you all have grown accustomed to over the years, we will be discussing a leadership book that we feel can make a significant impact in your life on both a personal and professional level. Today, we are diving into Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestseller, Epic Life, How to Build Collaborative Global Companies While Putting Your Loved Ones First, by Justin Breen. Who doesn't want that, right? <laughs> uh, in, in today's episode, we're afforded the incredible opportunity to have Justin join us to help weave some of these concepts into the fabric of the construction industry. Um, Justin is the founder and CEO of Brepic Communications, a public relations company that works exclusively with visionaries and exceptional businesses around the world. Um, you're getting ready to find out, but Justin is hardwired to seek out and create viral, thought-provoking stories that the media craves, and he finds the best stories when he networks with visionary entrepreneurs and executives who truly understand the value of investing in themselves and their businesses. In May of 2020, I believe, Justin published his first book, Epic Business, and that book details 30 lessons which he learned from working with some of the top entrepreneurs in the world and outlines how he has applied their wisdom to his company. Um, Justin teaches proven strategies to improve organizational performance, create effective leadership, 
increase team cohesion and collaboration and develop winning mindsets, rituals, and routines. And I'm excited to talk to you today and share epic life with our audience. Thank you so much for being with us today. I know how incredibly busy you are. So thanks again for taking the time. How are you doing today? Oh, Pramani Brothers for life, man. The way they made a sandwich is the way I've kind of constructed my life. You just kind of put it all together and it and kind of it just works. And then I could hear your full six six four four Colby mediator score with that intro. I could, I could <laughs> totally hear it. Oh man! Well, first off, uh, yeah, shout out Permani Brothers. There's nothing like fries on a sandwich, right? And um, secondly, I, I love the book. Uh, as we were saying before we we started recording, um, I really do love the layout of the book. It's fast, uh, quick hitting chapters to the point. Perfect, I feel, for today's reader. And I've not read Epic Business, but I look forward to going back and reading that as well. So thank you. There's there's little to no doubt that you're no nonsense, uh, to the point, results-oriented guy. And you come across in the book and in the interviews that I've seen you you do as an elite. In, in pattern recognition, turning the complex into simple. And that's really where I wanted to start the conversation today. Mm-hmm. Chapter two of Epic Life is titled The Perfection of Patterns. And you talk about seeing the patterns in your life and then activating them. And I was hoping that you can talk a bit more about how one can begin to see the patterns in their own life and then how they can execute on those patterns. Yeah, so you're a you know you were a college quarterback, and you know, hey, this receiver can catch the ball, and this one can't, or I'd better hand it off this way to a running back, and oh, my right tackle, if I don't get the ball away in three seconds, I'm going to get killed. So, so you <laughs> see, okay, so that's the way I see things with with life, and then talking to visionaries. So I spend my whole day either spending time with um, my family, my wife, and. Uh, two awesome sons are talking to the world's top visionaries. So not humans, not business owners, uh, not consultants, just pure visionaries. And then I see the, the patterns in that. So my receiver is a visionary, uh, running back is a visionary, uh, center is a visionary, both guards tackle all visionaries. The people who are trying to stop us are humans. <laughs> They're humans. humans. That's what. So okay, uh, I just kind of thought about that with the way you see things as a court, former quarterback. I see things like that as a as a visionary. Most of my days, hearing blah 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 blah, and then simplifying it into patterns. Okay, so that's the um, football. Uh, yeah, like, no, I, I love it. Uh, that's yeah, right, my wheelhouse. Yeah, that's yeah. your wheelhouse, and so. I like to know people's wheelhouses and then, and I can communicate that way. I can communicate. I, I love okay. how you differentiate, differentiate visionaries from just basically all other humans. And uh, rightfully so. I mean, they're a different breed. And yeah. it's unfortunate that Chad couldn't be on because I certainly view him in that capacity. And I would be interested. He hasn't, he done taken, Colby? The, he hasn't, he hasn't done. taken the profile yet, but I'm interested to see how that comes back. And I yeah. think. I think that's one of the reasons that we work so well together is that yeah, you're a stabilizing human for him. Yeah. We've known each other for a very long time. So we know each other's strengths and weaknesses and we're enough alike to, to see the vision, but are different in our skill set to yeah. get the results. So I think that's why we've worked very well together right. and yeah. um, th- thus far. 
most of the folks I talk to are very high quick start, boom, 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 with little to no follow through. So that's ADHD diagnosed or undiagnosed. It's not a disease or disorder. It's a sign of genius mislabeled by humans. And then a stabilizing human, lower quick start, higher follow through. That's what, I mean, that's what it is. So if you combined both of those people into one person, it would be me. I am high quick start, boom, 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 and high follow through. So say it, do it, say it, do it, hit the gas, pump the, pump the brakes, hit the gas, pump the brakes. So that's very rare. Uh, that's very rare. So most I would imagine. Well, yeah, I mean, my Colby score is eight, six, seven, one. I've never met another one ever. If you meet one, introduce them to me. I don't. Um, so most people I talk to, they're like three, three, nine threes. Uh, and then they team up with you're like a six, six, four, four, which is what you are, which makes, which makes sense. Um, it just makes sense. Um, and then usually people like me marry stabilizing humans. So I'm eight, six, seven, one, and my wife is eight, seven, four, two. So similar, somewhat similar to yours, um, which makes, which makes, so your, your partner, I'm guessing he's higher, quick start, lower follow through. I mean, that's usually what happens, but that a true visionary is almost always high, quick start, lower follow through. Got it. Well, Yes, it makes perfect sense. And uh, yeah, I certainly want listeners to buy this book. So I'm, I'm trying not to give too much away. But another uh, chapter that I really enjoyed uh, was The Joy of the Bank Run. And <laughs> I, I love the title. You know, like, like I said, I, the layout of the book was fantastic and, and very easy to read. And I love the takeaways at the end of the chapter. I just love the format of the book and how you set that up. And mm-hmm. uh, but that that chapter immediately caught my attention, and I loved it. You know, once I read it, I loved it for a multitude of reasons. One, you are proof that it can be done. You know, I I mm-hmm. love the story about reaching out to over five thousand people to get Brepic's first five clients. And you didn't have a business background yet. Here you are, incredibly successful. Not even ten years later from mm. uh, from when you started that company. So, the joy of the bank run is a lost opportunity in the world of electronic payment and credit card. But there is something special about that trip. The nostalgia, <laughs> of, the nostalgia of depositing that check is real, right? And to me, to me, it represents. And and it's one thing that I take pride in at the next Academy and and building future construction leaders out there is that that check represents a belief from the client to you and your team and your services. And in response to that belief, you have to always be hyper-focused on their needs. I think you've gone a step further in your journey with the new creation of the Brepic network and I'm not sure where you are in that process, but I would love just for our audience to to take a peek behind the scenes and understand its creation and why it was created and and so forth. And if you can kind of elaborate on that. Sure. Thanks for that that detailed background and the compliment and the question um, and the statements. I appreciate all of that. Um, So again, I simplify everything into patterns. If you are not a litmus test for the people you serve, then that's hypocrisy. So purpose of my life is to be a connecting superhero for every visionary who shares their stories with the world. So visionaries, not business owners, not humans, not Not humans. No, no, because visionaries aren't human. Not really. Uh, 
I got you. Uh, and then share their stories with the world, the, not their, their world people, they bore me. So I am a visionary sharing my story with the world. I mean, the formula for creating a successful global company is very simple. Is you see a problem, create solution, problem, solve, successful global company. So you see a problem, create solution, problem, solve. So first company, journalist for 20 years, create an entire business model based on how uh, PR firms annoyed me for 20 years. So saw a problem, create a solution. <laughs> Second company annoyed by platforms that let everyone in because at the highest level, visionaries don't have time for that. So my partner, uh, who's in San Francisco, uh, I'm in Chicago. We've met two times in person. We created LinkedIn without the BS, high price point invite only connectivity platform that is built um, and very soon will be uh, onboarding far more uh, people. We have a, a big book coming out, my partner and I, about how to build a family office, multifamily office. Um, I don't know anything about that, um, but my partner, most of his day is doing eight and nine figure deals. So he knows how to do that. The third author of that book is Ross Allen Prince, uh, in family office, multifamily office space. He's top in world. And then the new book talks about, uh, our platform, Brepic network being the connectivity platform for people like that. Um, so that book's coming out hopefully in a month or two. And look at you, man. Just well, that's it. what happens when you thank you. When you have right mindset, it attracts right network and creates right opportunities, and it repels people that live in cost scarcity world. Um, I just don't talk to anyone in that. <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. I, I certainly look forward to hearing about its future impact for sure. And I'm thanks. Me too. Yeah, I'm, if, <laughs> if, I, if I'm a betting man, I'm betting on you. So that's awesome. Oh, well, thanks, a uh, another chapter that you talk about is about a gratitude journal. And it's become a popular piece to morning routines over the, I would say, the last five years for sure. And I know that it's been an integral part of your process and also a way of honoring your family life and your and your wife and your two sons that you mentioned earlier. And yeah. I was hoping that you can elaborate on why you feel it's such an important part of building an epic life. Well, yeah, again, right mindset attracts right network and creates right opportunities. So what I found is being grateful uh, attracts visionaries that live in abundance and look at things as investments, not costs, and it repels ungrateful uh, business owner cost scarcity. It, it repels that. So the first thing I do every day is a grateful journal to my wife, but I'm, that's every day done that for several years. What I'm grateful for her, she's a pediatrician, love, warmth, empathy rules without her very bad situation. So first thing I do is- <laughs> yeah, my, wa- my wife's in the medical field as well. She's a CRNA. So yeah, I, right. I, uh, I feel you on that one. Yeah. Exa- well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Imagine if you married yourself, probably not a good idea. So um, that would be a bad idea. Um, and then uh, uh, five days a week, do a grateful journal on LinkedIn. Just It's a commercial for other- folks and I'll include this and that. But again, when you're constantly grateful, it's hard to be ungrateful and then it attracts grateful visionaries. I mean, that's what it, that's what it does. And it just repels everything else. I remember reading a stat by, I think it was uh, social psychologist, Dr. David McClellan of hmm. Harvard. And he said, uh, the people that you habitually associate with determine as much as 95% of your success or Everything. failure in life. 95%. And to me, I'm sure that you've had a lot to do with it and you've certainly been the connector. But to me, it sounds like you have consistently put yourself around visionaries 
And that has had a multiplier effect uh, in your life. I mean, just being around those types of people that that live in abundance and not scarcity have have allowed you to spread your wings and soar. That's an it's interesting to hear you say that. Um, there's reasons why it's interesting, but I'd venture to say my firm's partner with maybe 0.1 percent of the population. It's probably less than that, but it's so a big ass population, though. Correct. There's 8 billion people. <laughs> uh, that, that's 8 million. So the 0.1% is, and that has nothing to do with revenue or it has nothing, it has to do with mindset. So they're hard to find at first because people like me are usually aliens within their own family, community, and verticals. No one understands us except top entrepreneurs on planet. So for a good part of my life, I was having conversations with people who had no idea what I was talking about. And I just kept talking like this because this is you're the, you know this is who you're born like this. So <laughs> I just find I found that the only people understand who understood who I was talking or what I was talking about are top entrepreneurs on planet. So I will say, as a journalist or an entrepreneur who happened to be a journalist for 20 years, when I was interviewing people, changing the world. I could relate to them and understand them at a very high level. And they understood what I was talking about. It was just a different relationship in terms of interviewing them and then writing stories about them. Now it's interviewing them, writing stories about them and then connecting them to other, other visionaries. And then obviously uh, it's a financially, it's a different situation as well. But in terms of the purpose, it's never changed in terms of writing about cool people and then, and then sharing those stories with the world. It's, that's never changed. That's awesome. So let's talk time vampires. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and, and you say oh, God. talkers are takers, and I love that. Um, and you're, I mean, let's be honest, man. You, I'll let the people read the chapter, but you're pretty cutthroat about this topic. Why wouldn't you? Uh, <laughs> what's that? Why wouldn't you be? So for those in the audience that aren't familiar with time vampires, can you elaborate a bit on the concept? <laughs> Are you sure you're only a four quick start? You, you've, you're, I think you're higher than that. But the, um, or you've been around higher quick starts and it's evolved your way of um, – because I'm, I'm around really high quick starts and it's evolved my way of thinking. And then you just become – because usually four quick starts don't – they don't – talk like you do or think like you do you think like a seven or eight or nine so like this is my entire litmus test for and um top visionaries really love this regular humans they get annoyed by it but that's okay because the top visionaries appreciate it because they they feel the same way so if i talk to someone and uh they can add value to my life and i can add value to theirs lifetime friendship because those people allow me to spend more time with my family, wife and two sons that are eight and 10. Okay. Cause that's really what I care about most spending time with my family. If I talk to someone and I will know right away, if they're going to take time away from me and my family, I will never talk to that person again, because why would you talk to someone that I, I don't, that makes no sense to me. Why would you talk to someone that's taking time away from you and your family? I just don't, that that's just a logical, why would you do that? But most of the world, they, they sacrifice time with their family to talk to someone that's wasting their time. I just don't understand that in any, any capacity. Uh, I won't give all six, but the book has six 
uh, pointers for how to spot a time vampire, <laughs> which I think is funny. <laughs> yes. Yes. Those, those are good. Those are time and uh, test, tested and true. And every now and then a time vampire will still, they'll come back into my life, but I've gotten really good at spotting them. So there's six, six, it's just, six LTL signs there. To me, I, I relate it. You know, I usually call them energy vampires. Uh, <laughs> I heard that. Same I heard thing. that. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, once from John Gordon and it just, you know, you have those people in your life, you know, Aunt Karen who calls yeah, you and you get, you get done talking to her and you feel like you just ran a freaking marathon. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, but some of the, the hard thing is, and, <laughs> and, and here's the, re, here's the rea- here's the reality. Um, there, there's certainly people who are talkers, not doers. And right. What I want people to understand listening is the dream in your heart may be bigger than the environment in which you find yourself. And sometimes you have to get out of that environment to see that dream fulfilled. You have to get yourself around good people, you know, people like Justin. Uh, (laughs) Life life is too short. Karen. That's right. Not Aunt Karen. Stay the the heck away from Justin. Uh, Or that's going to end up bad. Uh, but you know, life, life is too short to spend it with negative. You can't do it. Jealous, critical, small minded people. I mean, you need champions in your life, people that are doing great things, people that have great attitude, you know, people that are really chasing peak performance in all areas of life and people that you aspire to be. Um, because there's, you can waste a heck of a lot of time and you see it all, you see it every day on the internet, um, with people that, (laughs) do nothing but destroy you and bring you down. And so I am, I love that chapter because I'm 1 million percent on board with that. So I'm, I'm a huge Nick Saban fan. Oh, uh, p- part of that is that we both come from West Virginia. Um, right. But I love the way that he focuses on the process on, on the journey and not on the destination. Mm. The, the process is simple but profound because it breaks down a difficult situation. Uh, it's a way of turning a complex environment into a manageable one by breaking it down into small bite-sized pieces. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it's simple, not easy. And the magic really lies in eliminating mental clutter and not worried, not, not worried about the wins or losses but just relentlessly pursuing that next play and, and not focusing on the end result. And he has a saying that I love and that you feature in Epic Life, mediocre people don't like high achievers and high achievers don't like mediocre people. And absolutely, first time I heard that, I love that um, <laughs> just immediately. And I love that you incorporated it in the book. And I was hoping that you can talk about how and why that quote resonated with you so much. I don't know. I don't like Aunt Karen. She doesn't like me. That's why. But the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, so facts, right? Yeah. Facts. Right. You just gave me your own answer. But the, um, is Aunt Karen real, by the way? She's not, but I think yeah. we all have Aunt Karen's in our life. Oh, I wish she was. That would have been great if you were literally calling. But that, okay. So that I'm like a child in a good way. I have a very childlike mindset. And I think things like that are, are funny. I wish I had an Aunt Karen and she was like that because I'd be like, oh, hey, I talked to someone who insulted you even though they didn't know who you were. But <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Okay. So I was a, a sports editor and sports writer for a long time. Okay. Um, and then um, I was at Michael Jordan's first retirement 
con- uh, news conference when he retired from the. That's pretty Bulls. cool. Not uh, when he retired from the Bulls '98. To go to ba- to go to baseball? No, not that okay. one. So second one, technically. Okay. Yeah, technically. Okay. okay. So there's only two commonalities. Again, my brain turns everything to patterns. So there's only two commonalities with top athlete, top you know performer, top musician, top actor, top entrepreneur. There's only two common only two commonalities. One, they have the same mindset, no excuses, never give up. Just you know, there are no excuses at the highest level. You just keep go, you keep going. And then two, I haven't met one of those people that hasn't uh, had at least one person. Doesn't need to be a parent or a relative. It can be a coach or mentor that they haven't had at least one person care about them. I haven't met one that has had, had zero uh, people care about them. I meant I, if there is one person out there like that, top performer that has had no one believe in them, that would be interesting. I just haven't seen it yet okay so the it comes down to the first part is you don't make excuses um and high achievers never make they never make an excuse ever and most of the world does um and so when nick saban said that it was during like um he's talking to some boosters or something he's like yeah i think yeah yeah how do we we make the team stronger it's like well we get rid of the ones that aren't (laughs) that aren't high achievers and again, yeah. Alabama football top, you know, that's the top program. I mean, yeah, them and absolutely them and uh, you know, uh, Georgia now, but it's the overall in the last twenty years. Yeah, but but the the head coach of Georgia, Kirby, came from Nick. Correct. Well, right. So, so that makes yes, yeah, so because high achievers like high achievers. So high achievers create more high achievers and get rid of the mediocre. So that's really that's just what I like to do all day is connect high achievers to high achievers. And then they connect me to high achievers and then it eliminates mediocre and mediocrity. Yeah. So, so much of it to me comes down to discipline, right? I think to your point, there's no easy way. And I'm sure that you've, I'm sure you've found that out on your uh, own entrepreneurial journey. I mean, there's only hard work and late nights and early mornings and at first sweat tears and and uh and at the end it's discipline and and you know procrastination no no likes to yank us all no 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 no. (laughs) i don't even like like hearing that word no 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 you don't like it's not a real word or just not a real word well it is a real word i just don't like hearing no because the only way to learn anything is to do something so talk to me is meaningless without doing something it's meaningless i just don't understand it in any any capacity i mean the only way to learn anything in life is by taking action and seeing what happens. That's the only way to learn anything. Yeah. I mean, to me, it comes down to controlling the controllables and you have to decide that you're going to be the one in control, that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. Keep the promises you make to yourself. You yeah. know, weakness, weakness doesn't get a vote. Laziness doesn't get no, a no, vote. No, Sadness no, doesn't. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> and excuses certainly don't. No. I completely agree with you, and I think the more people understand that a lack of discipline is is holding them back greatly, I think the more opportunity they have for greatness if they if they will embrace discipline and in a mindset of not having any excuses. Two parter here from me, and we've mentioned it several times now, the Colby Index, and I'm still in the process of really trying to understand my results because I just did it last week. Mm-hmm. As you said, and as I relayed to you, I'm a 6644. Uh, that was my, uh, whatever my score was on the Colby Index. Yep. And for those that aren't familiar with it, 
which like I said, I wasn't at all. Can you explain it and how you use it? And also, mm -hmm. are there are there any other models or assessments that you'd recommend to the mm -hmm. audience that you feel like could help them not only interpersonally, but also help them as they're forming their teams within their organizations, specifically construction organizations? Is oh, God, yeah, yeah, our yeah. Audience. yeah, sure. So most of the people I talk to are in like the three, three, nine, three range. So that means nine quick start, 10 is the highest, nine is boom, 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 boom. And then three is little to no follow through. So that's ADHD diagnosed or undiagnosed. That's most of the people I talk to. Usually three, three, nine, threes pair up with a six, six, four, four, like you, a mediator who can follow through because you can follow through for them. And then again, I'm combined I'm an integrating, integrating visionary. True visionary, 99.9% .9 of the time is at least a seven quick start like me. There are exceptions, but usually a true visionary. I'm not talking about a business owner. I'm talking about true visionary entrepreneur changing the world. Um, and then a good employee uh, scores somewhere around five, 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 because you can kind of do, you can kind of do everything. You're not too high in one, not too low in one. And then specifically for construction, the last number, which is a four for you, that's implementer. That's not executing on something that in Colby terms, that's using your hands. So in construction, you'd probably want someone who's good using their hands. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a one. Uh, I'm only a one because there, you can't be a zero. I'd be a negative 3,000. I don't know how to hold a pencil right. Me doing construction would be the worst idea of all. <laughs> so people that actually build something, you'd want them to be high implementers because you, you would not want a one or two implementer uh, building, uh, <laughs> building a building. That no. would be re very, very bad. Very bad. Okay, so one, the only thing I write down before I meet someone is their name and their Colby score because that shows you how their brain takes action. I don't care what someone's personality is. I want to know if they're actually going to do something, how they're going to do it. Okay, so that's one. The other two that I use a lot are uh, Gallup, Clifton, Strengths Finders. Most okay. of the people I talk to are ideation, futuristic, high, uh, and then they have a mix of activator, maximizer, achiever. So that's um, they're off in future idea world, but we'll do something about it now. Uh, I am almost dead last in ideation, very low in futuristic, but top three are activate, maximize, achieve. So immediately simplify and then go, 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 go. Never stop. Never stop. Never. Okay. And then the third one, which very few people know about, it's called PRINT, P-R-I-N-T. It's your unconscious motivators. It's somewhat similar to Enneagram. Yeah. Uh, have you ever done your Enneagram? No. Okay. So um, uh, it's similar to that. I'm an 8-3. Most top visionaries are 8-3s or 3-8s. So 8 is to be strong and self-reliant, and 3 is to succeed and achieve. So there's no overthinking, there's no overfeeling, there's just execute, 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 execute. Now, have you always been this way? Or do you feel like you've trained yourself? Oh, no, no, no. No, that's a great this question. This is that's you. That's a great 6644 four question. Excellent question. <laughs> no, I'm serious, that is. And then my wife's like, stop identifying people as numbers. But I'm like, well, that's how I, I see people yeah. as numbers. Okay, so... You're either born top entrepreneur on planet or you're not, or you're, I mean, I'm firmly convinced of that. If everyone would, everyone, uh, I would guess would want a life where they can make as much money as they want to hang out with a certain type of people, do what they like to do and what they're good at. I'm guessing most people would want that, but they're not, they don't have the discipline. They don't have the courage or the guts or, you know, they don't, they're not, they can't do it. 
So that's why they're not top entrepreneur on the planet. But if you are born like that, which is rare um, in the overall scheme of things, then yeah. I just work on my mindset every day. So, but yeah, yeah. you're either born someone who can uh, start a company with zero business background and reach out to 5,000 people to find five clients with, while you're working full time at half salary, or you, you're, you're someone who can't do that. I mean, that's yeah. pretty simple. It's interesting. You know, it's interesting because the, the quick start, I feel like I'm a quick start. I feel like I'm I a know doer. you don't sound like a four quick start. I mean, but at the same time, I am risk adverse and I feel like that you're low quick start. That's what yeah, that prop start is afraid of risk. So with print, you're probably uh, a six, uh, one or so. six is to feel safe and secure. And one is to be knowledgeable and smarter. Everything needs to be perfect and right. That is not an entrepreneur. That is not. If, not a visionary. No, yeah. definitely not. And that's fine, by the way. I mean, that's totally yeah. fine. Like, but that makes sense. That the world needs more feel safe and secure than <laughs> if everyone was like me. All you wild, all you wild cowboys out there. It'd be a disaster. It'd be a disaster. <laughs> I mean, if I everyone mean, because, was a quarterback, there'd be no one to catch the ball. So, well, the re, you know the reason I say that is like when I when I decide to do something, or I tell you I'm doing something, I'm doing it. Right. Like, they, and I'm starting tomorrow. So, like right. when I hear quick start, and I say, "Hey, I'm gonna start working out, or I'm gonna start waking up, or something," right. I do it. Right. Well, you and know, you have so, high follow through. Most visionaries yeah. don't. All right, last couple questions. Uh, I know you're on the on the hook here, so. What does a perfect 24 hours look like in your epic life? Oh, good question. Excellent question. Um, well, it starts with hopefully waking up at 7 or 8 with my wife's pediatric schedule. I, many times I have to wake up earlier than that. But honestly, I'm living my perfect 24 hours most days where I'm spending time with my family, do a lot of stuff with our sons, who are both nine quick starts, by the way. They're both maniacs. And then, um, <laughs> and then talking to top visionaries on planets. So it's either with my family or within purpose of my life. Um, and then there are only two questions I ask myself every day that actually matter. Only two. Okay. So one is that I have a good experience that day with my family. Every day, the answer to that is yes. I haven't, I can't recall the last time that's been a no to that. I don't think it's ever been a no actually. And then, uh, two did network grow on a global level. Uh, I found all this other stuff is taking care of itself with those two questions answered. I love that. I think it's, uh, you know, back to you, uh, taking complex things and simplifying them. You know I mean? You've, you've boiled the day into two questions and right. um, each listener can learn from that. You know, those simple two questions, because right. there's a, there's a level of fulfillment in those two questions that is powerful. So last question for me, uh, there is a ton of valuable information in this book. Honestly, it's incredible how much detail you've put into it. Is there any tool, resource, tactic that we haven't discussed that you feel could help be helpful specifically pertaining to the construction professionals that listen to mm. the podcast and that are a part of the next Academy? Um, so my brain thinks of things differently than most folks, which is great. Embrace your differences. I look at construction as constructing your life. Um, there's no difference between constructing a building, um, to me than constructing your life, putting family and loved ones first and putting the right relationships first creates the right 
foundation to build the right building and right life. I mean, there's no, there's no difference in that. Well, I love that. And, uh, you know, I, th- I, I expected you to be different. And <laughs> I mean that, I mean that in a good way. No, I expected you to be just like you are, which is a bit different than I'm used to speaking with. And I mean that in a very good way. And I think, I think that you're really special. I think that you're certainly a high achiever in every sense of the word, that you found a way to construct a life Mm. uh, that works for you, that you're really proud of. Right. And I really appreciate your time. Uh, Where should people go to find you and your work? Sure. Uh, the main site is uh, brepicllc.com, brepicllc.com. Thank you very much. All right, man. Well, fantastic. And I'll be sure to include the information in the show notes to purchase the book. Uh, let me end with this. Epic Life delivers a roadmap to simplify your life and uh, most importantly, take action on the journey to becoming more. Uh, this book is for high performers who want to learn practical strategies and actionable steps on how to build companies while putting your loved ones first. Learn the, I believe it's 30 transformational ideas that Justin has gathered from some of the world's top business leaders. Each idea's chapter concludes with simplified takeaways to help you think and take action to incorporate them into your own business and life. Get this book. Thank you again, um, Justin. I hope you are proud of your contributions. Um, thank you for the personal impact that you've had on both Chad and I. Uh, thank you for the insightful conversation here today and for coming on our podcast. If we can ever help you, please never hesitate to reach out. And again, thank you so much for your leadership, your impact, and guidelines to living an epic life. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Next Academy podcast, where we focus on construction leadership, brand growth, and staying on offense. As always, we hope you found great value in today's episode. Don't be defined by yesterday. Be the best version of you today. Every day is another opportunity to learn and grow. If you're in the construction industry, or you know of someone who is, please visit our website at nextleadershipacademy.org to learn more about the Next Academy Next is a unique training ground that is committed to helping participants become more prepared, dynamic leaders who can drive their company's sustainability and profitability into the future. If you're in search of personal and professional growth and ready to challenge yourself, you should consider Next in the future. Thank you so much for your support of these episodes, your support of what we are building at the Next Academy, and your willingness to hit that share button that like button, and pass along this content to coworkers, friends, and family across all of the social media landscape. If we can ever help you in any way, please do not hesitate to reach out. We're always here to help, or more importantly, find you the necessary resources that can help you on your leadership journey. Please be safe and smart out there. We look forward to catching up again soon. Until then, attack the day, own your life, and be next.